It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Friday, July 16th, 2021. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. 32 more people tested positive for coronavirus over the last two days in Sitka, in what is now the highest rolling case rate since the start of the pandemic. As of Thursday afternoon, the total active case count in Sitka stands at 104. All but one of the positive patients were Sitka residents, and all but three were reported as having symptoms at the time of testing. Patients range widely in age, from a child under 10 to several residents in their 60s. Two of the cases were reported as being travel-related, meaning they contracted the virus while outside of Alaska. Twelve were attributed to secondary transmission, and contact tracing is still in progress for the remaining cases. Vaccination status of the latest batch of Sitka cases isn't yet available. Statewide, roughly half of Alaskans are fully vaccinated against the virus, and this population accounts for 2% of hospitalizations. The unvaccinated half of Alaskans now account for 98% of hospitalizations. The Biden administration announced Thursday that it's freezing any remaining old-growth timber sales in the Tongass National Forest and will pivot to investing in other sectors of Southeast Alaska's economy. While the move is being hailed by some as a reversal of pro-harvest policies pushed by the Trump administration, it's a return to federal forest practices outlined more than a decade ago. Coast Alaska's Jacob Rusnick reports. A statement from the U.S. Department of Agriculture detailed what's called the Southeast Alaska Sustainability Strategy. It says the federal government will invest $25 million and work with tribes, communities, and Alaska Native corporations to provide technical assistance for projects and employment programs in the region. Conservationists like Trout Unlimited's Austin Williams at Anchorage says these on-the-ground investments will be greatly welcomed. These are going to be projects that are going to offer real benefits to communities, offer real benefits to, you know, contractors that are doing the work on the ground and ultimately are going to, you know, improve forest health conditions. So this is something that we've needed for a long time and that, you know, really is welcome news. Alaska's Republican governor isn't welcoming it. In a statement, Governor Mike Dunleavy accused President Biden of trying to throw Alaskans out of work and harming small business. But those in the visitor industry applauded Thursday's announcement. As we've been saying for a long time, like, There's so much else going on in Southeast Alaska that needs the Forest Service's attention. Dan Kirkwood is a guide and general manager of Alaska Seaplanes Adventures in Juneau. You know, we want to see the Forest Service recognizing and better serving the tourism economy. And in order for tourism to work for Alaskans uh, throughout Southeast Alaska, we're going to need strong partners in the agency. Thursday's statement follows a recent announcement that the Forest Service will start a lengthy process to reinstate the roadless rule in the Tongass, which restricts road building on federal forest lands. That reverses the Trump administration's decision to exempt the nation's largest national forest from the Clinton-era rule that's been fought by successive Alaska governors. The shift in policy is a dramatic one compared to the Trump administration, which had put resource extraction on federal lands front and center. But it's also something of a return to a vision of the national forest outlined by Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, the first time he was appointed to the job by President Barack Obama in 2009. For those that live in the heart of the Tongass, it's been exhausting to see federal leaders seesaw between policies. Paula Peterson is a tribal councilwoman for the organized village of Kassan on Prince of Wales. They go back and forth, and it's not fair to the people um, of the land because we never know which side we're on. So I would like to see us getting some protection long term. 
There have been lawsuits filed for and against the roadless rule exemption, which the Biden administration says will be reinstated. Juno attorney Jim Clark has been coordinating that effort to defend the Trump administration's actions to loosen restrictions on road building. He says it's not clear how the Biden administration plans to carry out its goals without amending the 2016 Tongass Forest Plan. The, at this point, the, there are uh, policy announcements by the USDA about what they're going to do. And uh, what we're going to need to see is how they move to achieve those things. The USDA noted that the Tongass has global significance as the largest intact temperate rainforest in the world. It also captures more carbon than any other national forest in the country. But details beyond Thursday's press release announcing the Southeast Alaska sustainability strategy haven't been released. Questions about timelines and specific projects remain pending with the USDA headquarters in Washington. Reporting in Juneau, I'm Jacob Resnick. The Sitka Emergency Operations Center is now recommending masking and social distancing for Sitkins, regardless of coronavirus vaccination status. When the EOC met on Wednesday, both Fire Chief Craig Warren and Public Health Nurse Denise Ewing emphasized that all Sitkins should follow the recommendations, at least until the recent surge in Sitka tapers off. While health officials continue to report the vaccine's high efficacy, even against the more transmissible Delta variant of the COVID virus, around 30 percent of the coronavirus cases reported in Sitka last week were breakthrough, meaning the patients contracted the virus even after being fully vaccinated. Nevertheless, Ewing said those cases were generally much less severe. You might have symptoms if you're vaccinated, but they are not the symptoms that the unvaccinated people are happy to endure right now. So um, vaccination is the answer to this, along with while we're in red and with all of these cases, um, wearing a mask again and social distancing again. She said Sitkins need to bring out of the box the tools they used to reduce the spread in 2020 for what is now the biggest outbreak on record in Sitka. Let's not forget all those things that we learned the first time it's time to bring those things back out, and um, whether you're vaccinated or not, mask up when you're um, around um, uh, people that are traveling, around people that aren't in your immediate social small bubble, um, and uh, whether you're vaccinated or not, just to, just to keep you safe. Um, until this passes, uh, we just need to be um, very effective in the measures that we do. Search Chief Medical Officer Dr. Elliot Brule stressed that the vaccine continues to be a highly effective means of protection against the virus and urged anyone experiencing symptoms to get tested. Walk-up testing is available at the testing tent behind the Mount Edgecombe Medical Center emergency room daily from noon to 3 p.m. Brule said that as of Wednesday, no new patients had been admitted to the Mount Edgecombe Medical Center and several had been discharged, leaving three people currently hospitalized with the virus. The Sitka Fire Department responded to a fire on Wednesday evening on Halibut Point Road. 911 dispatchers received the call shortly after 6 p.m. about a boat and trailer ablaze in someone's yard. The owner was present at the time of the fire and put in the call to 911. Seven firefighters responded and were able to put out the blaze in about six minutes. No one was injured, but the boat was reported as a total loss. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. Juno Coffee Shop Sacred Grounds recently got a makeover from Clinket artists Michaela Goad and Robert Mills. KTOO's Lindsay Berlini talked with the artists about how they used new techniques to tell familiar stories. 
A vivid new mural greets customers who walk into the Sacred Grounds coffee shop. It has lots of cool blue hues, dark trees, and distant mountains. Small birds fly around in the misty sky, and seals pop their head out of the water. Artist Michaela Shait-Ing Goad is Tringit, Kicks Adi, and from Juno. She has become well-known for her work in illustrating a Google Doodle and the book We Are Water Protectors. The coffee shop that commissioned Goad is owned by Tlingit and Haida. Goad says they had one central idea in mind for the art. When tribal uh, members and especially elders were visiting the, the building they're stopping in as sacred grounds, they really wanted something to help liven up the space and to help tribal members feel more at home. Goad thought a seascape would be a great way to do this. She currently lives in Sitka and did not paint the mural in person. In fact, the actual mural isn't a painting at all. It's a giant sticker. For me, I have a hard time painting too large with watercolor, just with the nature of, of the paint. They dry quickly, and, and you have to kind of go faster, so it's hard. It can be trickier the bigger you scale up. Um, and then I'm also limited by paper size. So she painted it, scanned it, touched it up in Photoshop, and then blew it up into the vinyl sticker that now covers an entire wall. Goad still hasn't seen her art yet in person but Shingit artist Robert Mills has. He's the other artist Sacred Grounds commissioned. He's Tsagwaidi and originally from Cake. Mills wasn't sure what direction he wanted to go with his art, since the project was pretty open-ended. But when he saw the misty fog in Goad's mural, it inspired him to depict the Shingit story of Fog Woman. In the story, Raven courts Fog Woman, who is a supernatural being. But he mistreats her. Despite her situation... Fog Woman creates salmon. That process of creation during hardship really spoke to Mills. The norm, I, I think, is just to be like, well, this scenario sucks. Go on living a melancholy life because you don't have X or Y. But she's speaking this thing into existence. And it just kind of blows me away because, you know, she eventually manifests salmon, even despite her scenario in which she's in where she's being treated subpar. Mills's aluminum carving of this story is mounted right below the bar where you would order a drink. In Juno, I'm Lindsay Brolini. I'm Brooke Schaefer and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Friday, July 16th, 2021. Today, cloudy, scattered rain showers, highs 57 to 65. Northeast winds around 10 miles per hour, shifting to the northwest in the afternoon. Tonight, cloudy, scattered rain showers, lows in the lower 50s, light winds. Tomorrow, scattered rain showers in the morning, then numerous rain showers in the afternoon. Highs 58 to 64, light winds. Good morning. Good morning.